good. Rebounded by Udeze. Wichita State across the timeline. Gilbert. Gilbert for the win. And it's no good. advances to the first win. 50 years in the waiting. And Drake does it on the biggest stage in basketball. And man, what a celebration it is here at Mackey Arena. The blue and white survive and advance to the first round. USC is next. That was a call last night right here on 1350 ESPN. Welcome in. It's Wicket's World. My name is Mike Wicket. Drake moves on. They'll get USC. Michael Admire with your play-by-play -play last night as the Drake Bulldogs get a win in the NCAA tournament. Joining us right now on the line is the head coach of those Drake Bulldogs. Darren DeVries is with us. Coach, thank you so much for the time. Have you slept at all since last night? No, not much sleep, but it's, uh, <laughs> that's a good thing. I'm, um, I'm happy to give up some sleep for that. Um, I just got nervous listening to that play-by-play -play call with that ball in there. I want to make sure he still missed it. Yeah, right? <laughs> Coach, when that ball is up in the air, i got about 50 things in that whole game to talk with you about. But obviously, uh, Yesifu misses the free throw. They get the rebound. Ball goes up. You know, Hold on. Sorry about that. Ball goes up. What's going through your mind as that ball is in the air? Please miss. Please miss. <laughs> <laughs> that thing was in the air forever. <laughs> it certainly was. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah and it, uh, you know, my assistant said they knew it was no good from the beginning. And I was like, I don't know what view you guys had because it looked like it was dead on to me. But no, nah, they said it was way left. I watched the film. And it was like guys had hit the front of the rim. <laughs> <laughs> Missed it by a mile, coach. Missed it yeah. by, by a mile. Hey, let's go through that game a little bit because I was sitting on my couch watching it like uh, like every couch potato analyst that is out there. How did you guys overcome cold starts to both halves? Because that 10-0 run to close the first half, and then basically it felt like it repeated itself in the second half. What did you say to your guys about midway through each half to get them back into the game? Well, we really, even though we only had like six points in the first 15 minutes, uh, and we really kept talking about our defense because um, we, we thought our defense had to keep us in the game while we were struggling to find our, you know, ourselves on offense. Uh, and I thought our defense did that. It kept us in that you know, 8 to 10, 12-point range and, and didn't let it get away from us. Uh, and then once uh, we hit a couple spurts there at the end of the first half, you know, to close it back up to one, Unfortunately, came out and had the same problems again in the second half. Um, you know, we just we couldn't find any rhythm offensively. But, uh, again, I thought our defense kept us close enough. And then when thing, things finally loosened up, end of that second half, Tramel hit a couple of threes, Joe hit a couple of threes. We were able to get going and, and fortunately, made just enough uh, to come away with that one-point one win. Talk with Drake head coach Darren DeVries here on 1350 ESPN. You're talking about it. Tramel hitting shots, Joe hitting tons of shots. Are you a believer in momentum? Coaches sometimes go both ways with this. Well, where do you stand? Because it felt like I could feel the momentum coming out of my chest. No, I think momentum is very real. Uh, I mean, it's uh, and it's contagious, you know, amongst your team. It's, um, you know, shootings that way, you know, the, the defensively, you know, the crowd noise. That's why home crowds, uh, you know, I feel like the momentum shifts and, and people can feel it. Players can feel it. Um, um, I, I certainly think it's real. And I agree that, you know, that, when we started to make our run, you could you could certainly see uh, the life and the energy in our guys. Uh, it, you know, it changed there that last seven eight minutes. Joe Yesifu, who has stepped up since the injuries to both Roman and to Tank, 
I just think that guy has been playing out of his mind. Uh, what has turned the light on for that guy? What has been the key to him just becoming the man for the Drake Bulldogs? Well, I just think his confidence is, is through the roof right now, and, and he's, uh, you know, even before Roman got hurt, he was he was playing, you know, very well uh, for us and, and getting better and better and better. Um, you know, now now with this increased opportunity and things, he's certainly taking advantage of it, and uh, you know, he, he's put us on his on his back a few times, you know, and, and really carried us and um, done done a great job. So happy for him. He, he's um, he's worked really hard at it, and, and uh, you know excited to, to see where he can continue to grow does he have the green light whenever he wants yeah uh to be honest all of our guys do you know and they kind of know you know what uh, what what they can or can't do uh, it, um, but he certainly got the green light uh, um, I, I tell our guys i don't want them looking over at me you know when they shoot you shoot it if you like it you know uh, we can talk about it later, maybe, but in that, in that in that moment, I want you to trust it and uh, and let it go. And and he certainly certainly is confident um, in it, and and um, you know he had some big shots for us. Talking with Drake head coach Darren DeVries here on thirteen fifty ESPN Wicket's World. I'm Mike Wicket. How's Tank? Did he feel like the old Tank at any point? Did you feel like he was going to be the the old Tank going into this one, or was his performance kind of what you expected? Yeah, it was probably what I expected. You know, he just hasn't been able to do enough this last week um, to to really get himself to that that you know fully explosive at the deal. You know, he's he's probably at about eighty percent. You know, and even from a conditioning standpoint, it's really hard. But I thought he I thought he did you know some good things while he was out there. Um, you know, and maybe even more importantly, he allowed us to, to rest some guys a few more minutes um, more than normal. So. Um, you know, we'll see how he feels tomorrow, and and, and hopefully, if uh, if he's ready and wants to wants to get out there, we can do something pretty similar, and, and you know, play him a similar similar role again tomorrow. How has his leadership? How has he and Roman Penn? How have the two of those guys uh, been in part of your game planning and your motivation? Are those are those two guys those kinds of guys where they're rah rah, they're in the middle of it, or do they sit back and and just hope to get healthy? No, they're awesome. I mean, they they are every bit as involved. Uh, you know, there's you know, sometimes where I, I see them, like they need to relax a little bit. They're jumping up and down in the boots and, <laughs> and cheering guys on. And um, no, they've they've been incredible. I mean, they um, uh, you know, and, and that's kind of what the team's been all year. That everybody's been so supportive of each other. And even though they're not on the out on the floor playing, obviously tanks back now, but. Uh, even when they're not on the floor, they're they're cheering and, and coaching the guys in the huddles and things, um, you know, and encouraging them. And uh, it's been great to see. Give me a scouting report on the Trojans. Uh, extremely long, very talented. They, um, their length uh, presents problems at both ends of the floor, uh, so that's something we'll have to adjust to, you know, as we get into the game. And, and um, but um, you know, a very good group, uh, and we'll have to play well. How do you counter length? Um, you know, I, th- I think there's different ways that you can counter it. Uh, you know, you have to make it where they can't use it all the time. So, you know, whether it's getting them off their feet or, or getting into the paint, getting them collapsed and kicking out, uh, you know, where you can get them stretched out and get them out in space um, is the best way to do it. So we'll certainly have to, you know, make some shots. Uh, you know, when they, you got a team's got that much length around the rim, uh, you have to be able to still get into the paint and then maybe kick it out and, and um, you know, be able to get some step-in threes. 
Coach, I, I assume you watched some of the NBA bubble uh, over the summer after uh, the, the delay in the National Basketball Association season. You guys are kind of in a bubble right now. What is it like in Indiana? What's it like for Drake? Yeah, for, for us, you know, getting to play on Thursday certainly shortened up the week where you just had a, a game mixed in there. So, um, you know, it's kind of routine from what we've been doing all year in terms of, you know, when you go to hotels, you you'd stay, you know, pretty isolated within your own group and in your own rooms and things. So, um, you know, outside of that, it's, um, I, I think the, the guys have, this has been nine months of them kind of doing, it's just a, a bigger bubble now. <laughs> hey coach, uh, eight year deal to stick around with Drake here in Des Moines. What did it mean to you to come to that agreement? What does it mean for you? And, and is this your dream job? Is this a place where you can see yourself obviously long-term? Yeah, I was really excited. Uh, you know, excited that the administration believes in in, our, in what we're doing and and um, you know the direction of our program. I think it's exciting, uh, you know, for all the momentum we have right now to see, you know, if we can continue to build and capture this momentum. So, um, you know, it's been an awesome three years for me, and we're certainly my family and I, uh, you know, love love it here and, and enjoy you know what we're doing and, and um, excited to see what the future holds talking with drake head coach darren DeVries for another minute or two here on 1350 espn uh your year if 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 there's ever to be a netflix docuseries or a tv show about a college basketball team during the pandemic i think your year might have to be nominated to take that spot you guys start off what 15 16 and 0 then you're on COVID hiatus, you come back, you lose Tank, you lose Roman, you still get to the conference championship, selection Sunday, you win a play-in game, hopefully there's still more to tell. Has there been a, I mean, is it hard to think back what this year has been like and put it into any kind of perspective? No, I think it's uh, it's it's really hard to grasp, which I, I think is even more of a credit to, to what our guys have done and you know, their togetherness, their resiliency, um, you know, their mental toughness to, to fight through everything that's been thrown, thrown at them. And they just continue to press forward and, and, and not only press forward, but do it with a, a great attitude and um, great togetherness. So um, I, it's, uh, it's unique. I, I hope we don't have to, you know, try to do this again. Uh, but, um, <laughs> you know, certainly proud of how our guys have handled it, uh, you know, for sure. Are you having fun? No, we're having a blast. Uh, we just uh, we want to keep it going and, and uh, having the time of our lives right now. Well, Coach, thank you for the time. I know it's a very busy day for you trying to scout USC and then deal with all of us in the media. But we really appreciate the time. Uh, good luck against the Trojans. We'll be listening. We'll be watching. And hopefully this is not the end of the road. We want to see you guys keep on playing. So good luck to you tomorrow. Thank you. And go Bulldogs.